Hello ladies and gentlemen, uh, today I'm going to be doing a podcast about the future big selling games coming out um, and what I think about them, you know, how I think that they are going to be anticipated, how I think I'm going to receive them personally and just in, in general with the ideas obviously with the, the new gameplay that has been coming out over the recent weeks and also new trailers um, so obviously I'll start off with a big one of Call of Duty Black Ops 4 now um, I used to, in my younger years when I was sort of 15, 16 uh, I used to be a absolutely massive Call of Duty player um, I used to play it as soon as I got home from school um, until probably 12 o'clock at night. I used to smash the game. You know, every game I got, I got 10th Prestige or master, uh, Prestige Master without fail. You know, between um, me and my group of friends, it would be a race to who could get, you know, 10th Prestige first. Um, I am a fan of the Black Ops series. I do like Black Ops 1 and 2. Black Ops 3, not so much. Um, I'm a little bit disappointed with Black Ops Black Ops 4 so far. Um, I've been watching a lot of YouTubers like David Denogler, um, Moose Knuckle, um, and other people like that who have been playing the close beta of Call of Duty 4. And from those their gameplay and, and what they've said on the game, as well as the gameplay I've watched as well at E3 and the trailers and all sorts, it just looks like another Black Ops 3. It, for me, it just looks like Black Ops 3.5. Um, there doesn't seem to be anything new with it. You know, you've they've gone back to the special abilities on characters. Uh, they all look the same. You know, you've got the grenade gear, you've got the nomad, you've got the guy who slams the ground. You know that they, uh, you've got the pyromancer. And they might have added a few new ones in, but it just looks like Black Ops 3.5. Um, obviously. Call of Duty World War 2 didn't do as well as they thought it would because people are now just getting bored of COD they're not doing something new um, the multiplayer gameplay just looks crap if I'm honest it doesn't look good at all it really does look average um, the campaign again I'm not really into COD campaigns anymore they've gone too far of it the storylines are just too far-fetched and stupid um, I don't bother myself with it but saying that I am interested in seeing what the Battle Royale mode will be like. Um, obviously, there hasn't been any gameplay of it yet. Um, you've only just got the introduction the introduction trailer. Obviously, the guy speaking over it. It does look interesting. Obviously, as a, a vivid Fortnite player, and I, I do love Battle Royales. I play them on my PC every now and then. You know, H1Z1, PUBG. Um... I am interested to see how they're going to go about it. Because as Call of Duty, if you look at the gameplay, it's very fast-paced. Um, you die very, very quickly. Uh, you kill people very, very fast. You know, And if you look at the maps, the maps are all small. Even in ground, warf uh, ground or war or anything like that, the maps are always small. You know, Because it is a, a close-quarters game. You know, with snipers, there's more about quick scoping rather than actual sniping, um, and that's something I'll get onto with another game. Um, but for me, if they can slow the gameplay down, they can do something 
with the, the lifespan, make it extended so you're not dying instantaneously, possibly it could save Call of Duty. Um, you know, with it's interest it's interesting to see. You know, it looks like there's obviously vehicles introduced as well as maybe even possibly helicopters, which again I'm quite sceptical on the idea. But I am quite interested to see whether or not it plays out well. You know, it could be a really, really good investment for COD. And they could possibly go and make a full Battle Royale game instead of the, the normal PvP. Which I think would be a step towards Call of Duty redeeming itself. As Battle Royales at the moment are the biggest game in the, you know, the, biggest games in the world. They're the most played games in the world. You've got PUBG and Fortnite at the top. So it could possibly be interesting. I'm looking forward to seeing a little bit more gameplay, um, a little bit more insight and information. But when that comes, there'll be a podcast about that and we'll definitely go in a little bit of detail of that. But yeah, overall, uh, I'm not really looking forward to Call of Duty. Um, me and my friend play on Xbox um, me and my couple of friends play on Xbox, um, but I do license transfer with one of my friends, which means we're able to half the prices of games. So obviously, I'll, we pay half each, and I'll download it on my Xbox, but he'll get it on his, or vice versa. Um, and we are not 100% on COD at the moment. Uh, from my opinion, it looks, again, it just looks like the same as Battlefield 3. They don't seem that they've improved on anything. Yes, the gameplay will be a bit different. The graphics will be unbelievable. But does that mean it will be a good game? Probably not. So we'll see. I've never been a fan of the jumping around. But, you know, we'll see. I'll, I'll probably get it when it comes out at a deal. At a little bit of a cheaper price. Rather than going and spunking 80 quid on, on the deluxe edition or something like that. So... I'll probably save up a little bit and wait for it to go on a deal or on an offer or whatever and see what's what. But overall, out of out of five, um, I'd give it probably a 3.5 in terms of um, overall excitedness and, and wanting to play it. I'd give it a 3.5 out of five. Um, on to another FPS, which I am actually looking forward to, is Battlefield 5. Um, Battlefield 1 for me was probably the second best Battlefield they've ever made maybe maybe number 1, joint number 1 but it was up there with some of the best Battlefields they've made obviously Battlefield 3, Battlefield 4 and Battlefield um, the first one I uh, can't bloody remember its name one with a grenade with a happy face on it but that one um they were all fantastic games, especially Battlefield 4. That's probably, for me, one of the best shooting games I've played in a while. Um, so when Battlefield 1 came out, obviously I was really, really pumped at being World War 1. Uh, there hasn't been really many popular games that have done World War 1. Obviously, you got COD with World War 2, you know, World at War, which was one of the first CODs. Obviously, there had been CODs previous, which were World War 1, but they weren't multiplayer. So, it was it was not first done. There were probably many games that have done it, but it was one of the big game developers that had whacked it out, and it was fantastic when the game launched. It was brilliant. The gameplay was phenomenal. The graphics were absolutely impeccable. And it overtook Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, which, you know, because so many people wanted to play it. But obviously EA and, and 
so on and so forth. They left the game, they took too long to update it and give it new content, which it badly needed, and the game then decided to flop because of the premium and the DLCs and so on and so forth. So I hope that they've learnt from Battlefield 1, and they're obviously now taking it into Battlefield 5, which is World War 2, which is, again, I am massively pumped for it because you get to use weapons like the Pippershire, you know, the Thompson, the MG42, the Brownings, you know, the, some of the world's best snipers like the Mosin Nagant, the Car 98K. So I am incredibly looking forward to Battlefield 100%. The graphics do look absolutely unbelievable, which is always a really good thing for a game. It does attract a lot of people. But on the bad side, the gameplay doesn't look much different from Battlefield 1. I don't know if that's a bad thing or a good thing. You know, obviously you want a little bit of change. You want something a bit new. But obviously that can be a good thing as well because if the gameplay in the first one, you know, Battlefield 1 was good as it was, if they just touch it up and do little bits and bobs here and there, it could be fantastic. But again, I am a little bit sceptical of the content that they're going to release in the first game within the launch. When they released Battlefield 1, the content that they gave you in terms of guns and and you know, basically the levelling up system was completely and utterly pointless. Um, whereas if you look at Battlefield 4, you had to individually level up your engineer, your assault, your, you know, your medic <coughs> to unlock whatever's happening. You know, unlock the med pack, unlock the new guns, the, the new grenade launcher, things, so on and so forth. So I'm hoping that they maybe implement that from Battlefield 4 into Battlefield 5. I, they have so many guns to play with. You know, if you think that they can give you 10 guns in every class, you know, that's four classes, you know, that's 40 guns to play with. You know, obviously maybe the scout, a little bit less. 10 snipers, I think, would be too much. So maybe a little bit less in terms of the scout. But keep the engineer, the medic and the assault all up in guns. Keep them, you know... All different play styles in terms of long range, short range, burst fire. You know, keep it fucking mixed up. If they can do that with the launch, if they can give you enough content to last you out a cup, you know, a last you out, you know, three to four months, then they can then pump out a DLC. And I think Battlefield will be a very, very, very good game to play. So in all in all, I am very excited for it. Another thing. I'm quite looking forward to is the Battle Royale mode. Obviously, like I said again, Battle Royale at the moment is taking the world by storm. So obviously the big game developers need to move forward. But can it be replicated as well as Fortnite have done it? No one knows. PUBG, they first off got off on the mark. You know, they, they had a lot of players playing it. But then again, they fucked it up for themselves. They They screwed the game up themselves obviously fortnite at the moment is probably it's got i think it's clocked 125 million players at the moment which is absolutely incredible the game makes insane amounts of money so can they do it as well can cause and battlefield do a battle royale as well as fortnite probably not they need to develop their own battle royale that's unique to their gameplay i think personally uh, Battlefield will probably go for a more PUBG effect. 
Um, if you look at terms of realisticness between COD and Battlefield, obviously hands down, cool, you know, hands down, Battlefield wins. The sniping's more realistic. The gunfire's more realistic. The actual environment you're you're fighting in is ten times more realistic. The fact that you can throw a grenade into a room and it blows up the walls proves it's you know it's more realistic. Then you've got the actual tanks, the the aircraft you can get in, which is again a hundred times more realistic. So for me. I believe that Battlefield will go for more a realistic Royale. They'll go for a Royale that's more of a, not more of a survival, but down the longs of a slower gameplay, a little bit more tactical. Where I think Call of Duty will go down the similar ways of Fortnite. They will try and make it fast paced, they'll try and make it enjoyable for everybody involved. Um, I don't, obviously it won't be cartoony or anything like that, obviously there'll be no bloody building in it because it's unique to Fortnite, but I think they'll go down a more of a Fortnite style of game, whereas Battlefield will go down more of a PUBG style, more of a realistic and survival type thing where it's a bit more strategic, you know, lying down on the floor in bushes and hiding behind trees and things like that, whereas I think COD will be a little bit of a smaller map, it'll be... Um, more fast paced as COD is more of a fast paced FPS than Battlefield but yeah Battlefield 5 in general out of 5 I'll give it a 4.5 in terms of what I, I am excited to play it um, I'm definitely 100% uh, getting it so yeah I am def definitely looking forward to that um, another little game I want to talk about is FIFA 19 now obviously every single FIFA I've bought except from FIFA 17 um, since FIFA 09, I think, since I was probably about 9, well, since I was what, Jesus, can't remember now, can't do the math, I'm not going to do the math, not upset myself, you know, I have a terrible brain, uh, since I was a very young age, I've played playing football games, I'm a football fan, I support Liverpool, uh, I support Liverpool Football Club, I've done since I was a young boy, uh, so FIFA I'm 100% going to buy now I am going to give you my honest review I am it's a 0 out of 5 for me uh, the reason why I don't care about the gameplay I don't care about what they've added new I don't care about anything the only reason why I buy it is for pro clubs that is the simple and only reason why I buy FIFA mainly because a multitude of my friends play pro clubs and it's a lot more enjoyable than Ultimate Team because Ultimate Team is bullshit. If you've got loads of money, you're going to be sorted. Whereas if you don't have loads of money and you have to play the game, you're going to be fucked. Because you can't, you know, it's next to impossible to work your way up unless you're really, really good at trading. Which I'm not. I suck at trading. So I struggle to get a good team in Ultimate Team. So ipso facto, I don't really play it. I only really play it when a World Cup mode or a Euro mode comes out where you're actually... Packing players that are worth putting in your team so then you can then play the game and enjoy it. I do play drafts a lot, so I might spend a tenner here and there and just use them as draft tokens so that I actually get a chance to play with the big big cards and I just play draft every now and then. But my main reason will be for pro clubs. But the reason why I'm not excited for it is because from FIFA 18 to FIFA 19, from apparently from the people that have been playing the game in the closed beta, FIFA have not touched clubs at all. They have not given it any love, they have not given it any attention, they have not given it nothing, which for me is absolutely ludicrous. If you look at the amount of people that play pro clubs, 
as well as Ultimate Team, it you know the numbers would speak for themselves. I know firsthand the reason why six of my friends buy FIFA is simply for pro clubs. So they're making fifty pound per person for those six people just for pro clubs. So when they say pro clubs don't make the money, I strongly disagree. Um, the bots, the the AI. And so when you're playing on your team or the enemy team, they need to be fixed. The fact that they are all absolutely diabolical, they are very, very stupidly unreliable, they make so many mistakes, you could have the best game of your life as a pro, you could be 92 rated, score a hat-trick and still lose the game because your AI cannot tackle them. I think it's absolutely preposterous. They need to fix it, but yet they don't touch it because it doesn't make them any money. So all they do is they divide their attention on Ultimate Team because that's where people buy packs, that's where people spend their money. Which for me, I think is criminal, daylight robbery, and that's why I'm not 100% looking forward to playing this game because I know it's going to be crap, and I know I'm only going to be playing every now and then on Pro Clubs. But... I will buy it because it's FIFA and I like playing pro clubs. So yeah, that's my, that's my view on that game. Um, the next one that I am really, really looking forward to is a game called Anthem. Now, this game looks dope as fuck. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I am a massive, massive, massive fan of loot Pay's games. I love grinding, I love working hard to get in the best loot, looking the best, smelling the best, being the best. It is the most intoxicating thing to have as a gamer when you've got the best gear and all your friends suck and you don't. It is awesome. So Anthem is a heavy loot based game. If you have seen if you haven't seen the trailer, you haven't seen the gameplay, I highly recommend to go and watch it. It looks so bloody good. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Um, it's a future-based thing where basically it's in... Uh, gods have left land destroyed and barren. And it's a fight between everybody for the land, including obviously the human race. But what thing that makes me is it's kind of like you make your own mechs. All the different mechs have different abilities. They have different styles they all have different play styles and it looks bloody brilliant the graphics look unbelievable the gameplay looks fluent it looks good it looks like you you know it's going to have to be teamwork involved you know which is going to obviously grant you and your friends a good game to play and it looks like it's going to be a longevity game it looks like it's going to take time to 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 grind into it to play it to get the best stuff which for me i enjoy that i don't like a game where i can play it for 10 minutes and get bored of it i like a game where i'm stuck with it i'm gripped with it it's got me by the kuna matatas you know and it's jangling with them and i'm like oh i really want that i want that gun or i want that bit of armor i want that sword you know and that's what i love about a game and Anthem looks like it fills those it fills those slots for me, and so that's why it's a five out of five for me. I am so so excited for it. Every little bit of gameplay that they pop out, I watch. It just gets me more and more excited about it. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I, it looks so good. It, it looks so so good. You know, it just it's a co-op game as well. So it's you know it's not PvP. So you don't have to worry about people you know completely destroying me all the time because I'm terrible at PvP games. You know, I'm never, I'm never bloody any good at them, apart from Rainbow Six Siege. And, yeah, it just, it looks good. 
it looks like a game that you can really sink your teeth into and enjoy. You know, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, another little cheeky one that obviously is coming out, I think, the start of September, so a couple of weeks or so, is the Destiny 2 Forsaken DLC. Obviously, no, that's not a game, but I'll do a little sort of review on it anyway. Uh, I am looking forward to it. I'd probably give it a 4 out of 5. Um, to me, it looks like they've learnt their lesson from what they've done in Destiny 2. Um, when I picked the game up for the first time, the, th- the first thing I said to my friends, and they can quote me on this, I was pissed off the fact that they put shotguns, fusion rifles and sniper rifles in the power slot. Normally in Destiny 1, they were in the secondary slot, which was your green ammo, your power, uh, not your power ammo, which is your purple. They put all of them there, and it, for me, completely ruined the gameplay. It completely ruined the gameplay. Um, guns like the Merciless were incredibly overpowered when they shouldn't have been. If they were in the secondary slot, they wouldn't have been overpowered. Whereas when they're in the power slot, they have that incredible damage buff because they're power weapons. It was overpowered, and it was you know stupid so for me it feels like they've gone back to the destiny one style the guns look like they have actual perks that are relevant to the game so they're not just going to sit in your vault the armor again look again looks like you're going to be able to use it rather than extending it just sitting there and gathering dust um obviously i i haven't seen i actually haven't watched much of like the the law or anything like that so I, I don't know what it is or you know who's this or i know Cade looks like he's gonna die or whatever but i'm more interested to see what they're gonna do with the gameplay um the actual loot in the game as well the one thing that's pissed me off the most throughout destiny is the raids uh, in Destiny 1, when you did the raids, you got the raid gear, which got you higher light level, which gave you purpose to doing the raids. In Destiny 2, the first raid that came out was absolutely no point in doing it. It gave you nothing. There was no point in doing it. It was just to have the armor, to say, oh, I've done the raid. You could say, I've done the raid, but I don't want to wear the armor, because it's crap, which it was. It was terrible. It was the ugliest armor I've ever seen. The, the only good thing about the raid and the reason why I did it so many times was for the bloody shaders because the shaders were potent. You know, it seems like Destiny really, really, really stuffed it up their own ass. They look, they took the the fame and the, and the fortune that they had from the first game, the, su- the success, and they they fucked it with the second one. They just completely ruined it because they rushed it or whatever, whatever happened behind the scenes, but they didn't. They didn't think what they were doing. And it looks like in this DLC that they've, they're they trying to make amends for that. You know, recently, after the Warmind DLC, things in Destiny have got a little bit better. Um, in terms of a lot of new things coming out, which is actually worth playing the game for. Um, so, I'm interested to see what happens in this DLC obviously I am getting it I am excited to play it the guns do look really good the gameplay looks good um, I'm hoping that the raid that when it comes out I'm 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 hoping that there's a reason why we we do it I'm hope I'm I'm begging that there's a reason to why to, to, to do it to get out of an extra light level or to get extra power or a specific weapons or what I'm, I'm 
absolutely begging for that to happen because doing it the raid the first time the weapons were pointless apart from the rocket launcher uh, you know or maybe ghost promise which is the assault rifle but again it to me it looks like they they're kind of learning from their mistakes and they're actually putting some time and effort into a dlc rather than just pumping one out for the fun of it curse of osiris um so yeah i'm quite excited to see it it does look good the guns look good the gameplay looks good i'm just hoping that it lives up to the trailer and I'm hoping that it lives up to the the hype and everything that they're saying it's going to be. So, I don't know. See how it is. You know, you, you, you can't really trust Destiny at the moment with the, the way they're going on about things. You know, it just seemed that they all they'd done is they'd brung everything back from Des, Destiny 1, which is not what you want. You want a specific amount of the past game to be in the future game, but you don't want it to be the same game. You know, the whole point of a, a second game or a follow one game is to be the next step into the future and the next step into that franchise. You don't want it to just literally step into the next bit of the franchise and just renew the first franchise, you know, just to try and make money off it. And for me, it needs to be resolved with this third DLC. It'll be a make or break of the game. Destiny have taken a massive hit in play in player numbers. So this third DLC I think personally will decide whether or not Destiny will be played for a while. You know, obviously like I said with COD and Battlefield and Anthem coming out and FIFA, people will turn their attentions to these new games coming out. So Destiny need to give something that's worth playing. If not, it will just fade away and they'll, you know, no one to play it. So yeah, I thought I'd just do um a little review on the new games that are coming out or well, the ones that I'm most looking forward to anyway or the ones that are most talked about um, yeah I hope you guys enjoyed I'd like to hear anybody's thoughts on games that are coming out and what they think of them so if you have a fancy just dropping me a message or whatever I'd much appreciate it but yeah I'll speak to you all in the next one peace out